Okay, welcome back. I remember just yesterday announcing that uh, we'll continue in September, which is what we're doing. Uh, per our two-year rule, uh, don't even think as a Havamina that we finished Tocha Shabbos. Matter of fact, we spent two years almost on Erev Shabbos. Uh, so, Mitz Hashem, maybe in future years we'll get back to it, but I try to stick to the two-year rule. Uh, we learned Ksubas uh, for two years, and uh, Brochus, and uh, Sukkah, and Shabbos. Uh, so hopefully we'll have time to get back to it in a different era. I'd like to begin this year's topic. We're going to label it as contemporary kashras inyanim, which is endless. Uh, what you have in front of you is a copy. Do the copyright. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get this farm. I will, I will make an order, and then it will be for sale over here. So you'll be able to get your own. This is a copy of the Chalkas Benyamin. I might also buy a Shulchan Aruch if I can find a separate volume with the Torah, because I would like to see things inside the actual Shulchan Aruch and the Shach and the Taz. Chalkas um, Benyamin uh, is a wonderful work written on many of these simanim that I'd like to start with. Uh, the smaller simanim, if you call it, Pasach and Bishalakum, issues of Yayin, issues of butter, issues of Chal of Yisrael, all the uh, very famous sugyas, which Mr. Shem will become more famous when we do them, uh, all very fascinating. And... Um, We'll bring in many contemporary shaylas. If you recall, I uh, set up uh, new companies in the OU uh, for many years, so I can give you a glimpse of what's going on on the inside over the next uh, year or two uh, without giving away too many trade secrets. And um, uh, he has a running commentary set up, as his father did this, Rabbi Yaman Cohen, the son of Rafael Cohen, as his father did in the Badi Ashokhan and Hilchas Nida. He set up here the Machab and the Armo over here with what we'll call the Mishnah Burr, the Be'alach of the Sharetziyim. It's called Chalkas Vinyam, Be'urim, It's Yunim. And uh, I copied the first few pages because we'll see how long it takes to get this firm. Uh, but he has a wonderful likut with many uh, Inyanim in the Be'urim of, uh, of important Halach uh, Lamaisa Chakiris. And we will go through them slowly. We're not going to touch every single one. We will get to whichever Sifkat and whichever Be'urim uh, I feel will uh, be crucial for the sugya, although they're all important. But uh, we're going to be doing it as we've done all the sugya, slowly and carefully, with your questions. So I ask you to follow along. I did not number the pages, because they all have numbers. Um, we're starting on Aleph. That should be easy enough to find. And the first simon is Kufiyot Beis, which is Pasakum. Very apropos, Pasakum is a sugya which is Nagea all year round, but especially Aserah Semei so we will be starting to make a dent in it as the Sarasimei Tshuva comes, and uh, you'll see where, where it applies. So uh, let's begin. We're going to read. He has almost a line or two on each page. So we're going to read the top first, the Mechaber, the Ramah, and then we'll go back and give the introduction. Asur Chachamim, top line of the Mechaber. Asur Chachamim, Lechol, Pas, Shel, Amimim. We'll describe who these Amim are, but they're going to include all Goyim. Asu Chachamim tells you this is an Issa Durabonon. Uh, there are many gradations in Isserim Durabonon. Uh, this is a very, they're all serious. This is very serious because there's a group of Durabonons in the food department, food and drink department, that they answered because of Chasnas. And I, we will talk about this when we see his introduction to Sifkat Nalef. They answered it as a hedge against assimilation, against intermarriage. And many of these Takanas are extremely old. Some of them date back to Daniel, we'll discuss to Pinchas when it comes to Yayin. Uh, so we're talking about extremely old Takanas and extremely important for, um, for this hedge against assimilation. Uh, again, the Mechaber says, Asu Cham Lech Pas Shel Amimim 
next page, Mishum Chasnus. Chasnus is intermarriage. And even if it doesn't have a practical application to chasnus, meaning the person you're eating the bread from, the Italian neighbor who baked this delicious Italian bread, doesn't have any children. Or he's a galach, and he's not supposed to have any children. Notice the word supposed to. Um, I'll tell you an interesting story, but the tape is, the video's on. Uh, so remind me after it's off. Uh, but whatever, you already figured it out. <laughs> Uh, told to me by a, a Catholic uh, girl from Switzerland who is uh, Helica Sadekis, is a Gyarus, is living in Mary Sharm. Um, very interesting insight, which I never heard. She was surprised I never heard it. I said, I haven't been to Switzerland lately, and where would I have heard this? Uh, but I'll, without giving you enough for Muslim, I'll tell it to you after it's off, because I still want certain things you don't need on the, uh, on the internet, on our website. But uh, even if technically they don't have children, they're not supposed to have children. The Xer are like uh, 99% Xer the Abonans, are low plug. And uh, we don't care where this person has children, as we will spell out later. Feel the Makam Dalakim Mishim Chasnas Asr. Okay, we've seen enough for now. Let's go back to the page one. Sifkat and Aleph, let's go to the background. Asr Chachamim Lacho Pashalamim. Again, if I'm uh, reading anything too quickly, please raise your hand to stop me. Pirish, everybody see Sifkat and Aleph in the Chagas Banyamim, which I'll Sometimes called the Mishnah Burr, just uh, you know where to look. There's no kashrus issue over here. It became a kashrus issue, because now they made this Durabana, it's called Trefmi Durabana. But we're not assuming at the moment that there's any kashrus issue. Why is that? We'll get back to. Talking about buying bread from Goyim without Hashkacha. So obviously, the way it was till very recently is Stam bread had flour and water. And there was no chashash they were putting anything in. And even the kalim they baked it in, we have a, we have a rule that stop kalim of a guy is ain't a b'nei yemen. So it wouldn't answer it anyway. I think we, this came up in a recent shir about the mechur uh, dover with the uh, with the kalim of the guy. Was that here? Was some of was that? Yeah, okay. So I'll mention it again. Uh, there's a, we have a din that if you have a kli that has bleus of viscer, so even if it's a day old, I have news for you, even if it's a year old, the common misconception that people think when it's a year old is mutter. Misconception is not so ridiculous. It comes from a sheet of the Chacham Tzvi who holds after a year, you know, of the kasher. We don't really pass like the Chacham Tzvi, but we use it as a sniff l'hoko. When you're dealing with shaylis and it's a year old, maybe sometimes they can use it as a sniff if you have other sniff l'hoko. Otherwise, if a kli is treif, it needs to be kasher. Even if it's a day old, even if it's a year old, even though we know midaraisa, nice and talent gam after 24 hours, there's no problem with the bleus. It's a gzeira of atu meaning today you'll use it when it's a day old, tomorrow you'll use it when it's not a day old. The asad midobah, I'll get to you in one minute. Uh, Ramesha has a fascinating tshuva, which I, like I mentioned after Mincha a few weeks back, where he talks, he's talking to the OU, to the Chavke, or to the, whatever Kashrus organization, have to vest the Shaila. When you give Hashkocha on a Gaisha plant, Gaisha manufacturing facility, they're making Oreo cookies, and they ask for Hashkocha. And uh, they, let's assume they want an OU on the Oreo cookies, and they have other cookies they bake that have chazer in them, which can happen at a plant. Not likely, but there are plants that make have kosher and non-kosher lines. We don't like giving ashkocha to them, but uh, there are plenty of them that have. Got to be extra careful. Uh, so um, they make the trafe on Friday, the last run, and we have computer records to show it, and we spot check, 
And then they come back on Monday, they close Shabbos and Sunday. Come back on Monday, they want to make the kosher. Is there any reason to kosher? They clean. The lines are clean. They don't want the chazer taste in it anyway. Is there any reason we have to kosher now? So Amosha says, Maker it did not really, because it's not a benyema. As a goyesha plant, they don't have a gzeru of not using a benyema. I mean, the rice, it's fine. Talk about the goyim. Goyim don't have gzeru to on it. So Amosha says, even though Apidin can make an argument that it's fine, but he says, you shouldn't do it, it's mechura dov. Mechura dov means it's disgusting. You're giving ashkacha and using tray for Caleb. It's almost like a chesha mishpatin that uh, what has it got looked at? Giving hashkocha and they, the consumer thinks that they kashered everything. They didn't, even though if they know you're a day, they know they wouldn't have to kasher. He says you shouldn't do it mechuradav. That's when you're giving hashkocha. Until recently, the average Jew on the street, if he lived in a town where there was only a geisha baker, would buy the French bread from the geisha baker and only have flour and water. There's no kasher is concerned. And we don't really care what was going on with this Kalim because whatever he did the day before, we assume the Kalim haven't been used in 24 hours. And therefore, it's mutter. Ah, we have a Xero Dalbana. And the answer is, he's a guy. He's not making another Mayashkocha. And I'm buying it. Therefore, it's mutter. And that's the way, that's the assumption of this whole simon. That's the working assumption. They're buying bread from Goyim. Otherwise, it wouldn't come up if it was Jewish bread. So they're talking about they have no Hamish bakery. We'll discuss how far you have to go for the Hamish bakery. But right now we're discussing buying from Goyim. So when the, he's going to spell out very clearly later. There's no Kashrus concern over here. The Shail is the Xavier Dalbanon of the new Kashrus concern, the Dalbanon Pasakum. Everybody follow? Yes, you had a. So we're talking about the dishwashers. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's not. We don't pass like the Chacham Tzvi. If, if you have all this from the Hakul, and there's a way to kasher, we're not sure if the kashering is so good. We're lying on other sheet. That's why you got to ask uh, Rav that Shaila. It's not. Uh, there's no such things after. I, I get this all the time. People say, "Quit calling me up." I just want to double check. It hasn't been used in a year. Can I use it tomorrow? So at least they're asking. Sometimes they just heard after use it, but there's no such things after a year. There's one sheet like that in the Chacham. We don't really pass like that. We just use it in conjunction with other, other. No, he says, make your right then. He, he suggests you shouldn't. And nobody does it, by the way. No kasher is agency worth its salt. So we assume that any company that has any, any, any backbone and, and self-respect cleans their machinery because they don't want to mix the taste. You have, we have this at potato chip companies. So you have, you have, nacho, you have nacho cheese. Chaza treif, nacho cheese. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen many plants. I know you're working on it now. It, it is the case. Nabisco cleans their machinery. A mom-and-pop operation in Austin, Texas doesn't. The, the, the big companies absolutely clean their machines. That's not, if, you, if you saw one recently, I don't know where you were, you can tell me afterwards, uh, that's bizarre. Because they don't want to get sued. Why would they want to have, can you imagine a facility that had a nut bar, a nutty bar yesterday, and then they, they didn't clean it, and there's nuts in the thing, trace of nuts, somebody died, they'll get sued. They'll lose a million dollars. They're not interested. Of course they clean. That's, that's push that they clean. Any company, the gas stations who are serving, uh, you know, their, their homemade stuff, uh, maybe they don't clean. The, the big companies clean. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's usually the way it goes. Um, if you found one that didn't, you should have them all arrested. That's your job. Yeah. Okay. But that, that's, that, okay, but that's, that's in restaurants that happens sometimes, not in state-of-the-art facilities that have a cleaning system in place run by computers with, with, with spraying systems. They don't, uh, they don't have a guy with a schmata going around cleaning. <laughs> We don't, so the Chiddush is, you don't have to be Cheshish for that. It's called Kedera Hamanakarim. If they just clean like normal people clean, you don't have to be Cheshish for the residue. And, and we're talking about Bliyas, we're not even talking about residue. We're talking about Bliyas in the thing. If it's not a Benyam, so you don't have to worry. That's the working assumption of it. He's going to spell this out later. I'm just, uh, just bavarning because I know you're all going to wonder. 
So again, third line down. We don't want to go near them at all. The best way to get to know somebody is to eat together. That's why business executives have big accounts where they have money to spend on whining and dining the clients. Why just talk to them? The answer is, is that uh, if you talk to them is one thing, you eat with them, you break bread. That's a different story. The The Gemara reports, believe it or not, there was a Gezeir Dwarbonon that you shouldn't be charging ribis to Goyim. Midareisa ribis to Goyim is not only mutter, the Ramah holds it's a mitzvah to show the chili between Yidin and Goyim. And they made a Gezeir Dwarbonon not do business with them because we were afraid just hanging around with them would rub off. So uh, the Rishayim and the Achrayim say that nowadays we can only do business with Goyim. There was a time when the Jewish community was autonomous and they made money off of each other and there was no need to do business with It's hard for us to imagine. There's no need to do business with guys. They can make such a gazer. Today, needless to say, that's not the case. Most of our business is done with Goyim. And the gazer became a gazer. So now uh, we have enough problems with the ribbons with the Yidin, with the Heteris, because it's easier to do ribbons with the Goyim, which is Mutter. So, but that's the same idea. We, they, they wanted to prevent interaction more than necessary. Uh, when we get to, it's going to be a few months down the line, we get to drinking with Goyim. That's going to be an exciting sugya. Believe it or not, there are people who are orthodox who have this funny bug in their head that they think happy hour is mutter. They say, what's the problem? I'm drinking, I'm drinking kosher beer, kosher wine or whatever. So well, there's a whole seminar on that. And happy hour is not mutter under any circumstances. Um, but uh, there might be actual gzeo dwarbonans against that, which uh, we'll get to. They're, these are all simana back-to-back. We're going to have some pasta, bishol, the yayin, the beer. These are all, uh, all in a row. If, in the meantime, for the next five months, just don't go. And I'll explain why later. Yes? What? Has a holiday. Oh, holiday party. By December, if we're not there, I'll speak about it. Uh, a holiday party, by the way, on the worst case scenario, you go in, you, one second, you pump a few hands and you leave. You don't drink with them. I'm just saying, most people, most B'nai Torah intuitively think there's something wrong with, think, with drinking with Goyim. The Kiddush over here, what we're going to learn is that the Gemara is say it's actually usher in many circumstances, not just intuitively wrong. So we'll, we'll get to that. It'll be, uh, maybe, maybe it'll land around December time. I saw another hand here. Yes? No, you can't even, yeah. If they touched it, you can't drink it in your house at all. If they made it for you and they delivered it. Two reasons why. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's a few seam on them down. One is the Gzeo of Yainesach, which was always prevalent, a little less so today, but uh, there's still plenty of people doing it. And the second one is because of chasnas. So once they make the wine, touch the wine, you can't drink it anyway. Then there's a separate issue if you're drinking kosher, not kosher wine, but you're in an area with red goyim, you're in a goyisha turf, it's also anyway. They're two different sir. That's what people at the happy hour tell me. Is I'm drinking, I, buy, I bring my old bottle. I brought my own bottle of uh, of, uh, of 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 Kedem, <laughs> uh, Mahajan and Mahajan. So uh, it's still going to be us or anyway. But again, we uh, we'll get to that sooner or later. They especially focused on eating and drinking. Because that's what you really get to to be comfortable with people. The and it can come to nus as we saw by Benayis Mayav. The Shatin Imam Kamashiira Barbas Mayav. So you'll say, well, what's the problem? 
if you ask that, uh, it's a funny question. What, what, what exactly is the Isser? So besides the Isser of Kanan Pagamboy and intermarriage and let the Schatim bomb and all the other Karis Medivik Kabbalah and the Pasing Yechezkel, it also causes people to go off the derech. And they not only got involved in znus they also ended up falling into avodazar. You thought that? No. <laughs> Two different issues. First, they didn't... So, no, no, no. no. The, the food we want, we wanted the rice and the mashed potatoes and the bread because the Gezerah didn't start then. That they didn't do. And then they served wine, which was also not also then, which is why they drank. That's where the Gezerah started because they saw the downside of it. Then it was Nusser. Otherwise, they never would have got the first base. The Gzeira was made. We're showing you why the Gzeira. So right after that, Pinchas, who was the big kind of the story, made the Gzeira. What? That's for sure. But that, that we're just showing from this Misa that what can happen when you start drinking with Goyim. That's not showing... This, this is not the... No, this happened... It did happen. No. First, they didn't bring anything. Then they sent the girls to... To get us to do our brothers and be Madonna with them. That worked. Oh, so what was the fact that they were going to arrest these things? No, 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 no. That, that was all part of the whole get up. No, they said, what? It, was needed. it is, but it was part of the thing. It wasn't Yeah, but it's all, they were all cahoots. I, but that, that's not as Kashi never starts, but that's true. Kashi never started. They, they, there were two different problems. He's referring to the Isser, why you can't marry them because they have no Midas. Uh, and, and because they hired, because they hired the, this whole thing right. to happen. But but this is how it happened, Lamaisa. How we how did we get to Zlus with him? Yes. Oh, is that your question? Yeah. You see, I need a Rabbi Kivager's parish on on Akiva. Why is that? That's a godless already. The, you're saying it sounds like hashkavically we would have been more than fine had they brought us food. The answer is yes, we needed supplies. So we, they should have come to offer bread which wasn't also yet. We weren't sitting down eating with them. But that's what it sounds the reason why they want to make the gzera is because of the foodlessness. You're saying why is the gzera coming out worse? Lulian Sura, they showed up with bread. We would have been happy to take it. So you're asking why is the gzera now more hummer? It sounds like they were okay with it then. Is that, is that what you're... Is that it? Right. There was no food. They didn't bring food. Now they're saying the reason for the Xavier of the food is yeah. because the food led to the Znus. But there was no food. That's why we have a Xavier. Well, we, we just want the food. We want to buy food and keep ourselves. No, but he's still asking good. Now I'm beginning to understand what, what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what you're asking for. What he's asking is if they're bringing food, usually means bread. So if they're bringing bread, that means they baked it. So you'll say, I'll be Allah, no kasha, because they didn't make the gzera yet. But keep on saying, why didn't they make it? If there's something ashkavadly wrong with it, we don't like the idea. So we would have told them, had they asked us, they would have said, you know what, stay home. We don't need your lousy food. No, so, it doesn't help. 
doesn't help. Oh, oh, oh. That doesn't help. There's two different. I'm sorry, I burned the wine thing. The wine. When we get to the wine simon, there's going to be a problem if you're drinking with Gayim on their turf, even if it's kosher wine. This simon and the next simon, Pasakam Bishalakam, is once they make it, it's tray forever, even if you bring it home. That's not going to help. Now, your answer is not going to help either because he wanted to say, because he knows that's coming, that we have certain coolers. After the Xavier was made, they repealed part of it because they couldn't have every town have Jewish bakers and therefore they were going to be starving. So you want to say that over here they were starving and therefore they'd rely on Paz Palter. <laughs> okay, maybe. That's an interesting, interesting angle. Good, but the commercial bread was... No, one second, what's that? It comes out very funny. The commercial bread, which we didn't get to yet, Usually when we start these sugi, there's 55 cups. We'll get to all of this, but just a sneak preview. They made the gzera on everything. And then they realized that not every town had Jewish bakers, so they repealed either part of the gzera or all the gzera, and then they allowed commercial bread. But Akiva's still asking, good, that you see that when they made the original gzera, there was a havamina, that we should ask her everything, hakol bakol. So then why do we have a taina and amenamayv? Okay, so you're saying it's still a Midas issue. Because they didn't know our Xerah, they didn't know our problem. Okay, okay, that's, you have to say that. Because had they come, we would have said, stay home. Okay. No, does this happen because they were drinking with them? That happened later. It was, yeah, yeah. No, but it was because of them. They sent them. But the, the, the answer, you have to say that. What Dove is trying to say is that, is that such horrible people, they didn't know any about the intermingling Xavier, future Xavier, they didn't know anything. They were just horrible people and they didn't even offer food. So that's why we don't want to marry such people. No, let the food then. They weren't serving sushi. That wasn't a tiny, they didn't bring sushi. Sushi will be. They should have Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, again, is not a kasha, but it's no gzeri then, but you're just asking ashkafically. So the answer is, once it's ashkafa, so you can use this terrorist. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get, ask me in December. Well, well it's, it's a separate symbol. We're in Kofi base. We're going to, you shouldn't go to happy hour anyway. I'm answering that now. We'll explain why later. There are many reasons. Uh, it's more than ashkafic issue. It's not good to be around, even if you don't know of any Xeris, you should figure out yourself, it's not good to be around people who are drinking if they're of the female persuasion and if they're of the non-Orthodox persuasion. Abnusvi is not even good sometimes if they're the Orthodox persuasion. Uh, but uh, certainly among, uh, among Gayim, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it, so, so we'll get to it. All said, come back, you'll be here every night till December, we'll, uh, we'll get to it. Okay, let's continue. Uh, first word in line is Inyan. The intermarriage will cause children who will go off the derech. We have many, many chumras, chumras meaning dinim, because this is a very central part of Yiddishkeit, intermarriage and avodazar. Number one, that's our simon, kufyud beis. Vitafshul, that's kufyud gimel. Vyayin, we're going to get to that, and maybe other things, other intoxicating beverages. Beer, we'll see what type of beer. That's the next semen of Shechram. And uh, we'll get to all of it in Mitzvah in due time. Uh, go to Gimel. 
um, three lines into the wide lines. Pashal Amim and Pirish. This is very important. He's going to give you a Rashi Prokham now. We'll get to the details. What, what defines Pasakum? So this is confusing, but only if you don't know what the Makar is. When it comes to Tfilas Kalim, listen carefully. When it comes to Tfilas Kalim, what makes it a Gaisha Kli? The person who made it, the person who owns the company, owns the Kli. So it's absolutely clear. In Tfilas Kalim, it depends who owns it, not who makes it. So if you have a Jewish company with Goyim making the Kalim, it doesn't require Tfilim. When it comes to Pas and Bishul, it depends on who's making it. So if you have a Jewish bakery and they have a nice Puerto Rican fellow baking this stuff, it's treif. Okay? That's what he's about to say. Unless you fix it up, and we're going to learn over the next month or two how to fix these things up. Well, that's, what, that's yeah. what I just said. Without the how to fix things up. Pirish, Pasha, Afa, Nachri, and Gimel. Afilam Isa Hisha Yisro, he did the baking of Apasha Afi Yisro, Muteris Afilam Isa Hisha Nachi, even though the guy owns it. Agam Losh of Archanach, and even the guy set up the kneading and set up the whole thing as long as the Jew baked it or did something else involved in the Pasha. Zeha Kla, Kopasha Afanach, Reza Pas Akum, Kosh Afi Yisro, Reza Pas Yisro, Bishokhanach, Siftes, Yisbar, Manachshav, Afiyas Akum, Afiyas Yisro. We'll discuss later in Siftes what is considered Jewish baking and how involved in the baking process do you have to be. And obviously that's going to be very important in professional kashras. Yeah. No, we can eat with the guy anyway, because if you bake it at home, you own it, you bake it, and you invite your Italian neighbor. They didn't answer that. Why didn't they answer it? So, so apparently, Chazal didn't feel, you can ask a general, Shaila. Why don't you Chazal make a simple Xerah? Don't eat or drink with Goyim, ever. That would have been a lot easier. I'd say it would be very short. Uh, <laughs> the answer is, I think, doesn't say very short, I think that they, they couldn't make such a sweeping Xerah. Because, uh, because they, they, that would make things absolutely impossible. They understood that nowadays it's impossible. Remember, the olden days, they didn't do much business with them. But still, apparently they felt that that wasn't shy. Now keep in mind, uh, before the Gzeira of Yayin Akum, the time of Mordechai uh, had a big machlekes of Klai Yisrael, the time of Perm, tell them not to go to the Sudha. They said, what's the problem? Everything's glock kosher, yasher, yashen, chalv Yisrael, uh, bug free. I had, a, I had a, a pizza, a frozen pizza. It was being, we, my kids took it out. So my, my 10-year-old took out the box and he said, ooh, this is really kosher. So I said, why? So he starts reading it. He said it was Yashan, Pats Yisrael, bug-free water, filtered water, um, uh, Chal of Yisrael, Yashan. It was great. I, I, there was, maybe I'm forgetting something. He's going down the list. And then the bottom line ruined everything. It said on the bottom of the I said, that's wrong. <laughs> everything else was fine until then. They almost got everything right. For, for a pretty from company, they got the last part wrong. Okay, that's a different schmooze. Okay, uh, we'll, uh, we'll continue tomorrow night.